Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from the ACT Computer Studios in Cape Coral, Florida, it's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up, what's up, what's up, OG5? Welcome to a new episode on the new day. It's funny, last week we had a kerfuffle um, before we went on with Gordon's computer was updating. As you got to make me relive this, right? Well, as... I turned to uh, pull up YouTube to talk to the people on there. I get a pop-up. You know, it is past due time to reboot and update your windows. Do you want to do it now? Do you want to snooze or do you want to pick a time? Which I've been doing picking a time for like the last three months. I never turn off this computer because uh, I store video files on it for when I'm editing video for the YouTube channel. I'm always on podcast on it. It's just always on burning kilowatts and running up my electric bill. But hey, that's what it's here for. How are you, fella? All I can say is Einhorn is Finkel and Finkel, Finkel is, is Einhorn. Hey, 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 hey. This is 2021. You cannot say that. That is flying in the face of the LGBTQ LMNOP community. As a matter of fact, I've heard as the young cats have been introduced to the animal detective, pet detective, that... I'm sure at some point that whole part of the plot line will be edited out, or at least the scene where he's puking in the bathroom because he realized he kissed a man who was dressed up like a woman with flies in the is face. On signal. It should resume shortly. That's Facebook. Uh, well, you know, Facebook had died yesterday. It's awfully odd and suspicious that the day after the whistleblower went on 60 Minutes, that happened. You know, some people think it's the whistleblower. Um, other people think it's the fact, and I was going to read this later, but we'll just push for it now. Um, the other thing, the fact that um, as of August 2021, 20, Facebook must sell Instagram, U.S. government argues. They've been doing this for a while, but they come back strong. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission has renewed its antitrust legal case against Facebook. I think it was a short fear fear. Three or four years ago, when Dave was on here, we asked the question, does anybody get smacked with an antitrust lawsuit anymore? Because I hadn't remembered any since Microsoft, but apparently Facebook has not paid off enough people or greased enough palms or maybe should have stuck, kept their noses out of the political process to not show up on some radars. But anyhow, arguing um, that the social media giant is an illegal monopoly, so it's Comcast, and that should be forced to sell Amazon. Instagram and WhatsApp. The FTC originally filed the antitrust case against Facebook in December 2020, but the case was tossed out in June of 2021 by a federal judge who believed and who had their palms greased that the prosecutors failed to prove that face allegedly Facebook was an illegal monopoly in the social networking industry. Really? That's funny. The original now, suit how was it tossed out. Was it tossed out like a dwarf? The original suit was dismissed without prejudice. However, meaning there you go again, that's two in a row. First you go after the, the trans community. Now you're going I after the little after people the community. I never went after the trans community. I was just stating. Hurt someone's feelings. A fact. Yet he didn't want to do it. I know. Yes, troublesome people are often people in trouble. They may be mentally ill. Find out how you can help. Write Better Mental Health, Box 3000, New York 1, New York. The original suit was dismissed, quote, without prejudice. However, meaning that the FTC would be allowed to file a new lawsuit against Facebook. And that's exactly what the federal agency has done this week. 
In the new lawsuit, the FTC accuses... Can we just call them the KFC? It's easier to say. The KFC has accused Facebook of turning... Probably runs about the same. Yeah, turning to an illegally buy or buy scheme to maintain the dominance after repeatedly failing to create, innovate mobile features for its own social network. What's more, Facebook worked to kill off startups when they, kind of like Microsoft did, when they were identified as threats to Facebook, the FTC claims, quote, it is unlawful to acquire innovative competitors with popular mobile features that su succeed where Facebook's own offerings fell flat or fell apart. Speaking of which, we're all familiar with the Honey app, right? Yes. I've not, not even used an app. It it's a browser extension. Yeah. Add on Google Chrome. There's no pop-ups, no sign-up. You just put it on. When you go to certain websites, check out. It pops up with coupons. And you can save money. Speaking of stealing other people's shit, I'm hearing all these advertisements about Capital One shopping add-on where you can add to your browser and they'll find coupons. They're basically rebranding Honey, doing the same thing. And I'm sure Honey was a rebrand of something else. This shit's been I, I Well, I would be interested to know who Honey's uh, parent company is. I will is. let you know here. Now, if it's right. some small startup, that's one thing. It is unlawfully, I'm sorry, it unlawfully acquired innovate, I'm sorry, read that. Lacking serious competition, Facebook has been able to hone the surveillance-based advertising model and impose self-increased burdens on its users. Instagram launched in 2010 and saw meteor meteoric mm -hmm. growth before it was I've acquired by Facebook answer, for $1, I'm sorry, $1 billion less than two years later. Go ahead. It is a subsidiary mm -hmm. of an extremely small company started by a guy who has a rocket he flies to space okay, called so honey, PayPal. So, okay, so Honey was started by PayPal. Funny. Uh, guess what advertisement's on this website right now? Capital PayPal. One. Oh. Uh, Facebook lacked the business acumen, uh, the technical talent to survive in the transition, blah, blah, blah. But anyhow, long story short, some people were claiming that the, the network outage was a result of Facebook trying to maybe separate their equipment in case this goes through you know that way you have things in different data farms and it's easier to you, sell us out you know, to the higher bidder without doing it later it wasn't caused by the honey app trying to find coupons on facebook marketplace <laughs> right but yeah so uh, this saturday i think it was i know pretty interesting day um I always sign up for these races, usually right after I do a race, because I'm in the ooh, race mode. And so um, about six months ago, I heard this new advertising popped up for an OCR I'd never heard of called the Rugged Maniac. And I was looking at the videos. I'm like, that oh, kind of looks like a super easy, my first my first OCR. Oh, man, are you slamming it and calling it Tiny Tykes for OCR? <laughs> Pretty much. And the reason is, <laughs> is like four or five of their main obstacles are inflatables. And it's out of fairgrounds, so obviously you can't dig up too much of the fairgrounds. But anyhow, it, the, the price was right. It was, like, super cheap. I wonder, bear mm -hmm. with me for a second, if the reason they were – did they have any of the other OCRs at the fairground? That's my first question. No. Um, so I'm wondering if it is an insurance requirement to be able to pull that off at the fairground that have no, the inflatable be, no, because bouncy castle. To answer your question, if you watched the video – once you get out of the permanent grounds and into the surrounding area, then they took a backhoe and dug trenches. You can jump over in tunnels, but because it primarily, you know, they don't want to dig. Yeah, don't muck hole. up our property. And it's, you know, you got Savage out there, which is a 
Savage. hardcore race. You got Spartan, which could be argued as one of the first ones. It's a hardcore race. You got Tough Mudder, who I think Sav- uh, Spartan bought out because you see Spartan and Tough Mudder being advertised in the same brochure. You got um, Bone Frog, which is supposed to be based off of the Navy SEALs training. And so you got all these hardcore ones out there. And so, you know, somebody got the great idea hey, let's do a smaller one for people who's never done one. Maybe some companies want to bring their employees out for a team building exercise. We'll have three or four hard obstacles, but the rest of them will be relatively easy. And um, you know what I think would be a t- good team building exercise for a bunch of employees. What's that? Paintball or airsoft? Yeah, they've been doing that for years. But I haven't n- done it yet. I need to do that with the family here. I used to play. Me and Jason and the guys back in Ohio. We used to play paintball before everybody started wearing body armor. Um, we just yeah, got in the woods I, uh, and and just get shot up. Joined you guys for one one uh, evening of that out near Harrisburg, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So anyhow, real quick, um, it was only it was only two point eight one miles. I told myself I'm not going to run for time. I'm just going to go because I'm I'm using this as a a practice for my Savage Race coming up in November. And so my goal was to go 100% obstacles, even if it means retrying. That plan went out the door as soon as the bell rang. Uh, my first mile was a set. I ran like a damn near seven minute mile which is insane on grass um they didn't have any real obstacles until after the first mile but um i ran a thing in 33 minutes that's two miles and 28 obstacles in 33 minutes um tonight i went out and ran a um recovery mile uh, run two miles i did a first minute mile, mile was 11 minutes but anyhow achieved my goal the obstacles were at least at the level in which because i've done three obstacle races before i was able to pass even the more difficult ones first time through so i achieved my goal of 100 completion did it at a decent time when it was actually over i said shit if i knew i was going to do this well i would have signed up for my age group instead of an open wave and just as then you can podium and get an extra little you know prize kind of like you uh, place in the open wave yeah uh, well see that's the thing it's my so my first ocr this is the first race i've ever done where the bibs don't have a tracking meter on it so, so you get your participation trophy? It got my persi- participation trophy, but the only reason I knew it, I did it in 33 minutes is because I start my Garmin. There you you sign up for a 5K, um, they'll give you a bib that has a tracking metal on it, and you run through. You sign up for Savage Race, you have bracelets on, you know, track your time, all of them. But once again, this is kind of like my this, you know, I guess they don't think people who run this race in the open waves want to track their time. It's more for fun. So this is the very first race. The bib did not have a electronic tracker on the back. The only reason I knew my time and pace is because I tracked it myself on my watch. Now, did it feel like a bunny hill? Um, It felt more like a. it started off as a green, but it, it went blue and then maybe did a single black. Okay. But if you watch my video, you'll hear him announce, well, we just added two new rigs. And so I think they're kind of getting their funding behind them. I think enough people are signing up that they can afford. Because they had um, one rig, which is actually pretty fun. It had steel I-beams that were at maybe a Mm 30-degree incline with a bell at the end. And and you have to run, haul ass, grab the rope, slide up, and then kick the bell. So that was fun. Easy but fun. And then they actually had one that was... um, a vertical, a straight bar. Think of like a top of a chain link fence. You had the, tr- uh, you had the, tr- uh, sorry, they had four monkey bars that swung back and forth. They were free on chains. You had to do four of those and then to a bar, which is on an angle, transition to another bar and then jump off. That was a little difficult. Um, then they had some sleds. They had your, there, and you've seen in my Savage Race where they have like the, um, 
A-frame with the net on the, on the front. The, their net was super slack. It, no rigidity to it all to the point where you couldn't do the flip over because it went straight down. And it was like when I was trying to get off. You I get hung up and there you're effed. Well, when, <laughs> when you go to get down, it's sagging. And I was afraid I was going to twist an ankle. So it, it was fun if you've never done an OCR and you want to do one that's, you know, cost you 40 bucks sign up it's a good time you get a medal you get it you get muddy you get the experience and all in all it's a good time if you're you know if you're die hard and take this stuff way too serious you may find it a little boring but i enjoyed myself it was fun and it was fun to get another ocr under my belt spend a little more time on it than i wanted to but yeah so i did that but the cool thing was last year ish no 2019 um, beginning of 2020, I discovered that two guys that I went to high school with up in Grove City, Ohio, who both joined the military, one went to the Army, one went to the Marines, they both did 20 years and then retired. They just Stand by. Mm-hmm. Rugged Maniac, you know what year it was started? What's that? My, you know what year it was started? Uh, 2010. You got it. Yeah. Hmm. But if you look at like a Spartan and that's like 2019, like... 1998 or whatever 2013 it had a shark tank appearance with an investment from one mr mark cuban well i will say this was the 5k they have longer versions with more obstacles but but anyhow this was the 5k no warped wall uh they did it had a very it was it was probably 10 feet tall no rope i was able to get up it um if you actually look at my video you'll see people not even try they just walk past it and climb the ladder so they can slide down the water slide but um it was you know it was fun like i said i enjoyed it it was close by. It was an hour, tri- hour and a half trip. Went and had fun. Came home. But as I was saying, beginning of last year, I found out that two guys I went to school with and who I haven't seen since graduation night in 1997, one of them moved to Port Charlotte and the other one moved to Venice. And we had gotten together and decided that we wanted to get together and go canoeing and all that. And so we planned a canoe trip a few weeks out. And it turned out it was the weekend that they announced COVID was here <laughs> and everything got shut down. And so we all just kind of forgot about went about our way. Turns out Eric's Facebook account was completely hijacked to the point where the hijackers um, had all his emails forwarded to a new location, new to their account. And basically he lost access to it to the point that finally the hacker, long story short, after a year, he got the damn thing back. I reached out to him. So he came down Saturday night. So I got up at five in the morning, drove to Tampa. Did my wave at 9.30, came back, ate lunch. He met me at 3. We went out bass fishing, did a kayak. It was fun. Um, he caught like four or five small ones. We went to a different lake. I caught one tiny one, and then like around, right around 11.30, uh, 7.30, I'm sorry, casted out my Guggen Squad revolver, top water, was reeling it in. And first time I ever got a hit on one of those. Big old hit, caught like a two, two and a half pounder off of it, which was fun. It's always fun. I've caught two fish off of a different type of topwater than this one. So it was the first time on this particular one. But catching something on a topwater is so much fun because you see the hit opposed to it. You know, I've had some where I've casted a worm in and they'll catch it as soon as it hits the water. But Adds a little extra, yeah! Yeah, it's just, it's it's a lot more fun. But anyhow, so did all that and then did the episode of the What's the Scuttlebutt on Sunday. And then yesterday you and I were talking between football and how busy Mondays always get and all that. We decided, you know what, for at least for the time the time being, let's just kind of move things to Tuesday. At least until after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So and when, uh, and when Mondays. This year into the. When Mondays start to year. settle down. Yeah, absolutely. So what's going on in Vegas? 
I I've been crazy busy. I do got a gripe. Maybe you can help me out here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> People who are dissatisfied with their job who will not leave said job even though they allegedly have enough money to do so. You met these people? People don't like change. Yeah. So uh, running into a little bit of that out there. Um, construction right now, uh, Las Vegas paving must be just rolling it in because this, uh, this um, or the Kohli fuel indexing tax that was passed back in 2016 when they decided to stick all their signs in front of every street that had a pothole in it. <laughs> Uh, got passed, and you know, so our taxes, our t fuel taxes, go up every so many years. The whole entire freaking valley seems to be full of barrels. No, oh, that sucks. Right? Just out in front of my house is just insane right Welcome now. Welcome to Dad's world. They've been working on Burnt Store Road for freaking. Well, Melody passed away three years ago. They started it before that, so they've been his road's been torn up in front of his neighborhood for going well, on damn near six, pert near his six is years. Part of the the water project, right? Well, yes and no. Water project times. Well, we already got tore up, so let's not repave it until we get the construction up here to turn this two lane thoroughfare into a six lane road. Oh, I tell you, I've seen some crazy stuff out here. They will do a full project, nice medians, and nice tear it up. islands, and they'll tear it up for a gas line project. Mm -hmm. It's like, can't you guys coordinate a little bit yeah, better? Yeah, so it was nice that I know they it's had about the foresight funding, for that, but, but yeah. You know, you could save some funding and uh, put it to better use if you just coordinate. But if you're listening to us on uh, Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube, and you want to holler at us, holler. Give us a call at 239-299-3380. You can also send text to us as well. Speaking of bills being passed, here's yeah. one that I'm probably you guys aren't too aware of. And I'm going to read you about the one in Pennsylvania, but apparently Alabama's oh, doing I the know same thing, too. That one. If it's the one I'm thinking about. You know, there used to be a cat that people called crazy, Chicken Little. He was a radio guy, still is. He's got white hair, right? Oh, now he looks like Colonel Sanders. Kind of looks like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> he used to talk about eugenics all the time and how the progressives <sighs> believe in eugenics. And eugenics is carried over from World War II and other times where basically the progressives. Now, this guy used to be a shock jock at one point in time. Mm -hmm. in his and then he got sober and became a Mennonite. But anyhow. Pennsylvania Democrats advance legislation to sterilize adult men. They're also wanting to do this in Alabama. Oh sterilize God. adult men. What do you mean? How many kids you got? In a memorandum, or how old are you? It's well, a, yeah, I was getting that, in that next. It's yeah. two swing votes. How many kids? In a memorandum from October 2nd, 2021, Pennsylvania State House Representative Christopher M. Rad, Rab, I'm sorry, Democrat, Philadelphia County is pushing for legislation that would require all inseminators. That just makes is that it sound the new, mean. They don't say male anymore. Or well, men. women are called birthers or non-birthers because Jesus fucking Christ. I'm sorry. I'm going to piss people off, but why are we letting emotions run this goddamn nation? No, it's what it now is. Now I'm getting emotional over it. No, what it is, is ludicrous. No, it's, as we've said before, because Facebook and Instagram charge people with public profiles money to get their thoughts out, whereas Twitter does not, that's why, if you ever notice, that politicians... What did you say? 
If you ever notice when a politician is on the news or another reporter is on the news or a movie star is on the news, they always give the Twitter handle, never their Instagram handle unless they're an Instagram influencer because Twitter doesn't charge them. And so these outsources and these people try to get people to believe that Twitter's the place to get your ideas across when it all has to do with not having to pay to get your ideas across. And so that being said, these same out these same sources give the people who bitch about things and try to pass ideas on Twitter, i.e. Of the minority, not not the this, ma- not the minority in the race way, but the minority in the numbers way. The actual true definition of minority is a, a numbers thing. It has nothing to do with race. But this bill, this F tard, and I'm going to say it, is trying to pass. Does it's it doesn't even make sense. Well, no, we're not talking about the bill. We're talking about the use of inseminators versus. Yeah, I know, but it's all part of the same story. And the use of birthing people oh, opposed yeah, well, to women uh, yeah. it's because the minority the numbers not the race on twitter has been propped up by the media to think that more people feel this way than actually do just like i've said before if you don't live in hollywood new york city you don't work in hollywood or in the news or a politician oh. chances are you don't use twitter i don't know anybody in my norm in my sphere that has an active twitter account that are on twitter they're all on facebook instagram or tiktok no one uses if fucking Twitter. If I feel this way about this, then everybody must feel this way. Yep. But anyhow, Narcissism. pushing for legislation that would require all inseminators to undergo vasectomies within six weeks from having their third child or their 40th birthday, whichever okay. comes first. Get it? Okay, I got comes. a problem. The, here's where the bill goes off the rails. I mean, it's off the rails anyway. But <laughs> I was say, this what doesn't make sense is, so you're saying the person who is 40 and older who is probably more financially stable uh-huh. than they've ever been in their life and could probably actually take care of their child quite well. Nope. Can't have that. In order to change a country, you have to start with a generation. Mm-hmm. He wants to enforce this newly this new law by offering ten thousand dollar reward to anyone who reports a man who has not been had a vasectomy. Oh Jesus Christ! So now we're turning. He wants to turn us into brown coats. And how does one prove this? So either a the wife and or the girlfriend of divorced men are going to turn him in because who? I don't know. What the condition of your testicular or the nosy neighbor. Or the uh, well, you know, um, upset family member. John has a third like kid, and I haven't heard or seen an Amazon package delivering donuts to him to sit on on the couch. And I saw him on the grass, which would imply that uh, the condition of his testicles are not in the condition which they should be in. So I'm going to drop a dime. So anyhow, he wants to enforce this new law by offering a $10,000 reward to anyone who reports a man who has not had a vasectomy. Therefore, in non-compliance of the statute within the time frame so that the state can take civil actions for unwanted pregnancies against the men who have wrongfully conceived the child with it. Well, what if this man's why, married? What if the, why am I, what if why the, am I, why am I thinking we must spay and neuter our people now? <laughs> so does this apply only to single men? No, I just said men. Yeah, but it Period. says he, but therefore the non-compliance statute within a time frame. Uh, to take civil action against unwanted pregnancies against men who have wrongfully conceived a child with them. So if they're married, then technically it shouldn't be an unwanted... So the wife... Well, you know, the wife and the husband were having an argument, so therefore it was a grudge fuck, and it was therefore not Mm. a properly... Oh, oh, here we go. In the memorandum, this is in the, the bill they're trying to pass. 
This guy's a fucking nutcase. Here's all you need to know, ladies and gentlemen. You ready? And, you, and Greg Valentine, you think we're making this up? In the memorandum. No, you didn't. You just popped in. I just my way of dropping your name, saying hi. Here, hi. Here, here's here's the the rights of cisgendered men have always been paramount in our society, with little focus on the responsibility as inseminators to change their behaviors for the good of their partners, family, and society at large. Obviously, this bill won't pass, but the I fact that Democrats in Pennsylvania actually. and Alabama are trying to force men to get vasectomies after their third kid or when they turn 40 is fucking insane. And the fact well, that they want to turn people into brown coats by paying them 10 grand for dropping the digit. Is it a dime or a digit? You just said digit. I guess you have to digit. drop the digit to know what's going on so you can the drop digit, the dime. And you won't have the pregnancy. Um, necessarily. Anyway, I'm thinking that this is going to be a civil rights issue of the highest order because yeah, but the there ACLU are segments tends to fall of our society where there's a lot of fathers out there who aren't married. You know, a certain protected class, if you were. In order to improve public health outcomes. Nothing. And release and release sweet juices into our household from bedrooms. We must wrap our love of individuals' liberty in the morale. And what the fuck? This guy has drank way too much of his own. Roe continued as a fourth-born child myself. Here we go. It's all about him. I would have never existed under this law. Oh no, that's the guy who's. Uh, this is the guy who's against it. Uh, this is Republican David Roe posted on Facebook about the Democratic law. But this is insane. So not only uh, is are they trying this in fucking Pennsylvania, which it obviously, well, it may pass in Pennsylvania. I can't imagine it'll pass Alabama in Alabama. Alabama makes sense, though. Oops. <laughs> well, yeah, when you're right, trying to cut kidding. down on inbreeding, but, you know. Yeah. Huh? Well, no, they would say Kentucky, our home state. But, uh, <sighs> yeah, so that's that. We kind of, um, what was it? me angry. You're making well, me angry today. I was trying to do my show prep, and I was trying to come up with my list of, social media stories that you don't care about but my child came in and decided to argue with me about an issue we had last night that continued on to five o'clock this morning but that's another story for another time so that part of the show is not getting done tonight sorry for that oh oh i do have a good clip um so we all know Rand paul is a medical doctor yes i've heard and we know that the hhs and other people have been uh trying to get convince people to get vaccinated, which is fine if we follow in the science, but the science is kind of leaning the other way. And what I really don't get about the vaxxers hating the anti-vaxxers, which I don't have a dog in either fight. Well, I'm not vaccinated, well, but I did have COVID, so now here's I have natural immunity. I did take the vaccine. I am going to take the second dose, but this whole mandate thing I have a problem against. Well, not only the mandate, but just the whole attitude and behavior of the people who... The, not the people like you. Science, not the like people like crew. you who are getting the vaccine, vaccine and saying, "Okay, cool, I'm going about my <laughs> life." But the people who get well, it and it's then, an "Okay, cool, I'm going about my life." But God, I hope nothing happens to me in the future. And if but it does, regardless, you're my point being is, you're not standing on the curb screaming at people who aren't getting it. No, live and let live. Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't get do, the people. Do you, do you, I do me. I don't Let's get the go people go who are screaming because, like, well, first off, you got the vaccine, you're safe. No, you know, safe ish. <laughs> But not really, but whatever. It's not working out well. <laughs> well, according to them and the science, it, it works. Their science. But I don't. When, when I was single and in my 20s and dating girls, I didn't see girls who had birth control 
getting rip shit pissed about their friends who don't. Or actually, that doesn't even that doesn't even work. I didn't see women who are on birth control whose boyfriends are wearing condoms getting pissed that they weren't also getting vasectomies at the same time. It's like you're already double protected. How many people did you get mad at for not getting the flu vaccine in your past? Nobody. I, I've only had the flu vaccine once, and that was when I worked at Horton because they had somebody come there and it made it simple, simple, in which I did get sick afterwards. But um, yeah. I never got pissed in high school every year when I gave blood twice a year at the people who didn't give blood. And that's more helpful. <laughs> I mean, but anyhow. So we've heard, you know, Rand Paul's gone after Fauci. Rand Paul's a doctor. Now, I don't want to give Rand Paul too much credit because I think I heard he did kind of apologize a little bit for losing this shit on this. Nah, I haven't heard that, but go ahead. Um, hold on. I'd be disappointing uh, if it was true. Do, 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 do. Oh, here we go. So this happened the other day on the floor versus Rand Paul and Xavier Bursarator, whatever the fuck his name is. Is this the one I'm having? Nope. Um, hold that. I have to load it because my soundboard crashed. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, I actually like hearing these guys go after them because it seems like it's logic versus illogical. My well, not only that, is, but it's 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 fun to hear somebody finally go against the narrative of everybody else in politics and actually the ask the way, questions. The way they're acting, I'm like, so what is it about this you're not telling the rest of the society? Well, a little backstory on this. The head of uh, um, Health and Human Services, Xavier Bersia, Berseco, whatever the fuck his name is, He's been, going, he's been doing news conferences, flying around the world, going to um, health panels, and basically calling non-vaccinated people flat earthers. So that, he's in the same party that probably wants heavy environmental laws, but yet he's flying a jet all over the world, which puts more CO2 into the atmosphere to call for more people to get vaccinated. And basically right? saying those who refuse to get vaccinated are insane. They're no different than flat earthers. And Rand Paul took exception to this with an Israeli study that had uh, 2.5 He asked him, are you familiar with this Israeli study? The beginning of the clip was cut off. So here we go. Are you familiar with this Israeli study? With an Israeli study that had uh, 2.5 million patients and found that the vaccinated group was actually seven times more likely to get infected with COVID than the people who had gotten COVID naturally. Senator, I'd have to get back to you on that one. I'm not familiar with that study. Well, you think you might Look. want to be if you're going to travel the country insulting the uh, millions of Americans, including NBA star Jonathan Isaac, who have had COVID, recovered, look at a study with 2.5 million people and say, well, you know what? It looks like my immunity is as good as a vaccine or not. And in a free country, maybe I ought to be able to make that decision. Instead, you've chosen to travel the country calling people like Jonathan Isaac and others, myself included, flat earthers. We find that very insulting, goes against the science. Are you a doctor or a medical doctor? I've worked uh, over 30 years on health policy. You're you're not a medical doctor. Do you have a science degree? And yet you travel the country calling people flat earthers who have had COVID, looked at studies of millions of people, and made their own personal decision that their immunity they naturally acquired is sufficient. But you presume somehow to tell over 100 million Americans who have survived COVID, that we have no right to determine our own medical care. You alone are on high, and you've made these decisions, a lawyer with no scientific background, no medical degree. This is an arrogance coupled with an authoritarianism that is unseemly and un-American. You, sir, are the one ignoring the science. 
The vast preponderance of scientific studies, dozens and dozens, show robust, long-lasting immunity after COVID infection. Even the CDC does not recommend measles vaccine if you have measles immunity. The same was true for smallpox. But you ignore history and science to shame the flat earthers, as you call them. You should be ashamed of yourself and apologize to the American people for being dishonest about naturally acquired immunity. He's an asshole. Asshole. Major asshole. I know that. Yeah, he didn't have much to say after that. But I want to change the subject, lighten the mood. I just wanted everybody to hear that because you don't hear it anywhere. When's the last time? It's it's amazing. The inconvenient truth does not get broadcast on the mainstream media. Well, unless it was the documentary called The Inconvenient Truth by Al Gore about global warming. But that's Wouldn't we be underwater by now? Wouldn't you be swimming in the ocean? Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time you've seen seen somebody walking? You ever see somebody walking their dog with a household item, which is clearly being held as a potential weapon in self-defense of something were to go awry while walking said dog? I've not seen that, but there's an older gentleman that walks around here with a nightstick. That would be a guy who's walking around with a household item to be used as a weapon of self-defense. Well, it's not a a nightstick, a billy club. It's a cop fucking... Well, he's probably a retired cop, but I've seen the guy walking his dog with the fucking nine iron. I've seen the guy walking the dog at 5 p.m. with the two and a half foot long fucking mag light. You just clearly see, you know, they're they're a weapon because they feel that and I'm not judging because I, I'm the guy walking around the gun in my waistband. But this lady was not even hiding it the other night. Carrie and I, last night, were on the seawall fishing because it was too late to get the kayak out. And um, so when we're seawall fishing, there is the walking trail that I run on when I go to my log run, long runs. I'll, I'll get down to that area. Haven't recently because I've been slacking. Well, that and COVID. She's walking her dog, Gordon, with a fucking homemade mace. Not a can of mace. She had like an inch and a quarter round piece of dowel rod about four feet long with about anywhere between eight to ten screws sticking through it. She was walking her dog holding a fucking stick with nails and screws out of the end of it. That Next she was, you're going to see somebody walking around with a, a Lucille style bat. Or what? what's the what's the version of the mace where it's the ball of the chain and the spike? That, a morning star. Yeah, a morning star. Lucifer morning star. Have you started watching Lucifer yet? But I just laughed. And I was like, Carrie's like, check her out, man. She's carrying a fucking mace. <laughs> it's like it literally had rusty screws. And she just walked along with her dog. It's like, you got a Labrador. Mate. Well, I guess he's too nice. He wouldn't attack people. But I've seen the the obscure household items that, you know, they're just pretending they're carrying that clearly. <laughs> no, this lady had no ands, ifs, or buts. She had a homemade mace, and she was ready to use it if need be. What's up, Morgan Long? How are you doing, fella? But yeah, a freaking mace. Um, What's interesting is the uh, the spiked baller, the Morning Star on mm-hmm. a chain. It's also called a chain mace. Yeah, chain or mace a, or a flail. I guess is where the term flailing around comes comes about. There you go. You learn something. Flailing around. Public service announcement: If you own a truck, even if you don't own a trailer, get yourself a slip hitch and a ball. Protect your truck from being rear-ended. You're welcome. 
I like the ones that I've seen in there. That's like a spike sticking <laughs> off the back. Did I tell you about the? There's a cat. I think I I know I told you about this on the phone, but I think I brought it up on the podcast. I've seen it twice. The guy's driving like a, I don't know, an early to mid two thousands uh, Chrysler Caravan. Um, not the caravan, but the replacement version because they don't have the wood paneling on it. The town and country. Town and country, maroon, but it's got like it's got the base model gray bumpers, kind of like my Tacoma had that tends to fade with time. Yep. And on their slip hitch, they have the platform for their rascal scooter, which so happens to be roughly the same color as their faded bumper. So when you're sitting in a car behind them, you can barely see this platform. So at some point, they thought they would do the world a favor, and they put a big yellow sticker across the back, which has since been faded, so you can barely make it out, but it actually says, test your airbag here. <laughs> so Fantastic. And so, yeah, I mean, you see that. <coughs> do you have, like, uh, volunteer people who either used to be cops or wanted to be cops, and so now they volunteer after they're retired, and they usually do traffic? Like yes. You know, sometimes they'll get eight or nine of them to be witnesses when they set up DUI checkpoints or they'll do traffic. Yeah, they actually had a community policing type deal at the dog park where Metro set up a tent. There's a couple of officers there and then there's the volunteers to get people to join. We, ours are fully equipped with cars, but you know, they're, vi they're voice cars because instead of red and blue lights, they have amber and green. And they're not quite Crown Vicks. They're more like low-end base model cars. It's like that guy in Florida who was doing traffic control acting like a cop. But Similar color lights. Huh. My shop is on Del Prado Boulevard. It's a six-lane road, and there's at least one to two accidents on their day. And I was driving down the street, and I saw a voice officer. He blocked in the right lane, had his cones out, and in front of his car was like a MG sprite or whatever the two-seater convertible big in the 70s whatever they are yep. the thing was broken down and the driver was standing on the sidewalk but here's the rub the thing was broken down in the entrance of a parking lot to a church so all it would have taken was the driver to get in the car and turn the wheel and then the voice guy just giving this little two-seater mg sprite that probably weighs 1200 pounds a little shove and you don't have to block off the entire lane of a very, very busy thoroughfare where there's constantly accidents a day. And so, not am I the one to complain, which I did make a TikTok on it, but I did circle back and I pulled oh, in the parking lot. No, no, not at all. I did pull in the parking lot and I asked the guy, does it roll? Because it's giving him benefit out. Maybe the clutch burnt up. Maybe the tr transmission seized and it doesn't roll. He said, huh? I was like, is it a roller? He's like, yeah, it's just flooded. The last three times I've taken it out, it's done this. Okay, perhaps maybe the next time you should take the mechanic to figure out why your carburetor's flooding, but I digress. I said, well, um, want me to help you push it? <laughs> no, I was like, well, I was just surprised that you guys were blocking off a lane when it's, if it rolls. He's like, oh, I had a stroke. I, I can't push it. I said, oh, I get that. Do you want me to help? Oh, yeah, if you would have came 20 minutes ago, <laughs> I would have taken the up. I'm thinking, so the voice guy who's perfectly capable to just push this thing literally 36 inches it was in the entranceway of this church it's not like you had to push it 50 yards you just crank the wheel i'll give you a shove and we can open up traffic no they closed down an entire lane of one of the busiest roads in cape Coral for over 20 minutes because the voice guy couldn't be bothered to tell him to get in his car and give this thing a little heave ho or maybe just use his car to give it a little nudge you know it's a city of but no we'll done just and done. block off of but the fact that he told me 
I had a stroke. I can't push it. Okay. Perfectly valid. But. You got a six foot five guy standing there. Well, even before that, he told me this is the third time it's happened. So you had a stroke. You're concerned about your health, which is completely understandable. But you're driving a convertible with the roof down in 95 degree weather. And the last three times you've taken out, it's flooded. So perhaps, maybe, just perhaps, instead of leisure riding in the middle of the afternoon in a convertible that tends to flood, you need to get it looked at to see why the carburetor keeps flooding so that you don't keep blocking traffic and breaking down. And he said it takes over an hour before it can restart. <laughs> it's like, at what point do you learn? Driving around in my automobile. Mm-hmm. Blocking traffic. Crap! <laughs> Sitting around in my automobile. I don't want to read the whole story, but we have spouted and complained over the last couple of years. You know, whenever we're having border crisis, why don't the National Guard have said state go down and protect the border? Well, the government's trying to stop it, but uh, apparently Texas is finally deploying the National Guard to the southern border. So you may want to look that up. It's just like I've just never understood why it's they belong to the state. Unless the federal government nationalizes them for an emergency. So if you're having a state of emergency and you have a National Guard and you need help to secure an area, makes perfect sense. But, you know, it's optics. Well, there was that bill that a lot of Republicans voted for that they got a lot of crap over because it allegedly had a red flag deal in it. <clears throat> and Dan Crenshaw came out and said, no, this that will not be in the final mm-hmm. copy. And it's the same bill that all these Republicans voted for, but the squad did not. And one of the reasons he voted for it, because it's pro-American, and, and one of the items in there was to militarize or send the military back to the southwestern border, the southern border of the United States. So uh, you had that. That also had the Iron Dome in it. It had raises for the military, and it also had that uh, in there that if, if people, if military members were unvaccinated, they could not be released um, as a dishonorable discharge. Yeah. So it, it is kind of interesting. <clears throat> Joining us now from the Digital 410 West News Desk in Las Vegas, Nevada, Gordon Abernathy. Gordon, how are you doing tonight? Vapor lock, Morgan Long says. Fuel boils well and vaporizes. And I believe there was a very, very important episode of The Simpsons where one Joe Namath warns everybody about vapor lock at the end. I mean, that thing definitely did not have. Isn't amazing? Well, that's why I said carburetor. Yep. Because if I had fuel, if there wouldn't be a, if it's yeah, there wouldn't be fuel injected. Toilets. Ooh. Okay. This could. I I forgot all about this. Go ahead. Toilets. Toilets. Uh, in Jerusalem, they made a rare discovery of a toilet. They are aging to be about. 2,700 years old. Mm-hmm. Jerusalem. Uh, archaeologists, Israeli archaeologists, those who haven't died of COVID, have found a rare ancient toilet in Jerusalem dating back more than 2,700 years when private bathrooms were, well, obviously a luxury in the holy city. Authorities said Tuesday. The Israeli antiquities and Israeli Antiquities Authority said a smooth, carved limestone toilet was found in a rectangular cabin that was part of a sprawling mansion overlook, overlooking what is now the old city. And it was designed for comfortable sitting with a deep septic tank dug 
well underneath a private toilet cubicle was a very rare find in antiquity and mm -hmm. there's only been a few found to date only the rich could afford these toilets yeah no crap pardon the pun uh he said adding the famed rabbi once suggested to the that to be wealthy is to have a toilet next to his table. That seems a little gross. Animal bones and pottery were found inside the septic tank. Of course, where else the lifestyle, so. <laughs> exactly, and the diet of the people living at that time, as well as ancient diseases, just don't bring any back. And the antiquities authority said, the archaeologists found some stone capitals and columns in, from that era and said it was, that there was evidently a, a nearby garden with orchards and of and aquatic plants uh, more evidence that these living back then were quite wealthy at least in that area um i'm looking for that clip sorry um i was at toilets. the i was toilets i was at Publix the other day looking at the exorbitant fees of toilet paper and how you could easily drop. Are they limiting what you can buy there because you can't find any at Costco and Sam's here, and it's down to one pack. No. Um, so we're back on that train again because. Well, no, I was I was starting to think you know with how expensive toilet paper is, it may be beneficial to get a bidet. Yes. Save it would some be. money instead of dropping a literally hundred dollars a month on on ass wipe. This Actually, is, I don't think it's it, but we'll lows. see. Hold on. No, I don't think this is it. Dead air. Excuse me, son. You don't hear it? Joe Namath. That's right. My car broke down in front of your house. I cannot believe you are here. Do you think maybe you could give me some pointers? Sure. Oh, this is the pointers. It's at the very end where he talks about vapor lock. I can't. I was looking for the Joe Namath vapor lock, but anyhow, go ahead. Anyway, if you go to Lowe's, they have a nice one with it all built into the toilet seat for about a hundred bucks. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking. I'm not installing a, a physical motel-grade bidet, but to actually nope. put a bidet toilet seat on there. Not that we need to talk about hot-ass talk, but, I mean, seriously, if you get a four-pack, it's like 12 bucks. but if you get, like, the Chubb Family Pack, it's like $19. It's like, you're spending $20 on something you're going to wipe your ass with. And you're still going to use a little toilet paper just to dry up. Sure, but, but, but if yes. it gets the majority of the job done... And my Actually, water comes straight out of the ground. As close to shower fresh as you can get. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Mm -mm. You like to fish? Sure do. Well, there's been a little bit of kerfuffle in Connecticut. Out of Coventry, Connecticut. There is a cat record, allegedly a record catfish that cannot be verified because... He walks away because because there you go. You can hear me. That's awesome. So the reason it cannot be verified is because it was eaten before verified. Nope. Uncertain about species of a massive catfish as is eaten before it can be vetted by authorities in August has led Connecticut to withdraw its awarding of a new state record. Damn it. Connecticut Fish and Wildlife. God damn it, Bobby. But, I told but, you not to but I, that. I put it on fish brain. It counts. <laughs> That's a nap, in case you don't know. Yes. 
Connecticut Fish and Wildlife wrote down a Facebook post on Monday. Well, that's odd. It wasn't on Twitter. Uh, that because it was not able to examine the actual fish, the authorities could not confirm that it was what is called a white catfish. Without the ability to examine the actual fish, identification is still left to still images and videos which have proven to be ambiguous and inconclusive to definitively identify the species of catfish in case. So you're trying to tell me that in 2021 and an 8-bit video off my flip phone ain't good enough for you? Well, they're not <laughs> disputing the weight of the fish. The problem is Caught this is a 21.3-pound catfish. That's white, but they don't know if it's truly a white catfish or a channel cat, which we're all used to, which grows a lot larger. Well, that's my question. They're talking about granny video. Who the hell's shooting granny video? I mean, you don't have an HD camera? It shouldn't be, I mean. These are people who fish for catfish. <laughs> and eat it. Uh, no, nah, I've done it again. Anyway, now I've gone after the cat fisherman. Um, he did it again. Caused trouble. Hurt someone's feelings. Yet he didn't want to do it. Yes, troublesome uh, people are often... For those of you playing at home, he has now gone against the transgendered, the uh, people in the not. dwarf community, and now cat fishermen. We used to be cat fishermen. Not by choice, because we didn't know how to fucking fish. It's the only thing we would catch. Yeah, we'd throw, uh, we'd throw a wad of meat in the bottom and fall asleep until something was on the line. Want to see a uh, neat magic trick for those of you watching the video stream? For those of you watching audio, you're not going to miss this. Ready? See you, Bailey? Yep. Alakazam? Alakazoo. <laughs> I thought you were going to squeeze her and she's going to squeeze her. I found like last year snatched. a skeleton Boston yes, Terrier. Now you need to find a way to make it move, get some servos and make the jaw bounce. Oh, okay. Now I feel like an idiot. There you go. Bailey's running around like, what the hell's that? Does she bark at it at all? She runs up to it and sniffs it and stuff, but I definitely didn't get the. Shut up already! I turned you off. I definitely <laughs> didn't get the initial. Um... Ah! Don't you wish you could turn her off sometimes. No, she doesn't bark. That's good. Bailey does not bark unless the neighbor's dog's barking or someone's at the door. She doesn't, or if, like, if you're actively trying to make her bark, but she's like. The world's most quiet dog, but she is a great oh. guard dog. Like you walk in the bedroom, like if she's sleeping in Sarah's room, you walk in there, she'll jump up and start growling at you. There she's you a great guard dog, but no, she's not an obnoxious yipper dog. Thank God either is Oliver. And when he does bark, it's not that stupid yippy bark. So the previous state record for white catfish was 12.7 pounds. So you can see why they're questioning being this 21.3 pound fish. Well, yeah, because, um, you know, white fish tend to get eaten when they're a small size. Shad, shiners. The world record white catfish was caught in California at 19.3 pounds. That's a, I could, I could, my personal best is damn near three pounds. I cannot imagine fighting. Well, I'm sure my tilapia I caught were bigger than that because they're they're fat, bulky fish. But when it comes to bass, that's um, a little shy of three pounds. When you think of Huntington Beach and you close your eyes, what's the first thing you think of? The corner of PCH and Main Street where Ruby's is at. And, I remember uh, going out there and not realizing because they did a pretty good job in the movies and television of getting rid of the oil derricks. Mm -hmm. That's more really down by Long Beach, but yeah, the oil derricks that were on the beach and then out of Long Beach, the um, but just looking out from um, the oil uh, pumping stations in the them. water, they yeah. decorate like islands. They put fake palm trees and shit on. But them. you, 
and they were still visible from Huntington. Well, they think they may know what uh, has caused the big oil spill. Don't say. You got to guess. Homeless people tampering? No, but it's something that makes you think, why didn't this happen before? Vapor lock? Possibly. Officials investigating one of California's largest recent oil spills is looking into whether a ship's anchor I was going to say that. may have struck an oil pipeline on the floor, causing the heavy crude leak. It's, but, it makes sense because not a mile from here, there's a canal right next to the bridge that goes over... Um, that is on Del Prado, and there's a sign that says um, aqueduct or water pipe below, do not drop anchor. Well, I'm no captain, nor do I play one on television or in the movies, but I would think that the fancy navigation systems these days probably have a do not drop anchor in this area mm -hmm. uh, thing. Now, guy could have been drunk. Or he I has an outdated system that's from like or he 1989. Has an the head of the company that operates the pipeline says company divers were inspecting the area of the suspected leak. And the company's name that's just happened to be Pipe Breakers, but that's neither here nor there. Actually, it's Amplify. Um, and, and they expected that by Tuesday to have a little more idea. An anchor from a cargo ship striking. Well, that's what you get when you got the cargo ships piling up out there. Question, when you brought the anchor up, was oil dripping off of it? Was there a snag? Does it have Is there a little scratch? bit extra mm, to it? Mm -hmm. That's what's interesting. Did it go? And I, that, you know, maybe it's because we're getting all these boats piling up out there. Yeah, no Anchor place from to a park. cargo ship striking pipeline is one a distinct possibility behind the leak. Amplify Energy CEO Martin Wilshire told uh, the news conference. He said divers have examined more than... 8,000 feet of pipeline. That's a lot of divers or a lot of time under the water. Mm -hmm. uh, and was focusing on one area of significant interest. What's interesting is he seemed to be having a hard time locating this hole. Well, uh, it's murky down there. <laughs> yeah, especially with all the oil. Uh, cargo ships enter, entering the twin ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach routinely pass through the area, according to Coast Guard officials. Backlog this just in from the stock exchange. The stock for Dow has gone through the roof. I'm sorry, Don. Yeah. Now, because I didn't read this whole story before, this goes back to what I was saying earlier. Backlogs have plagued the ports in recent months, and several dozen or more of the giant vessels have regularly anchored as they wait to enter the ports. To what is the excuse? Is it the dock workers not wanting to put in extra time like the New Zealand dock workers of World War II? Or they just don't have enough inspectors to thoroughly inspect all this? I mean... We were hearing that I there was a the this dock workers union. I think they're wanting more money. We, I was going to say, we heard there was a supply chain problem. So then you would figure there wouldn't be enough boats. And now we got a bottleneck of them to the point now where it's creating environmental hazards. Well, one of, uh, uh in the industry I'm in, uh, one of our manufacturers sent out a report on the backlogs. And if I read this correct, they are now keeping the boats at port in Southeast Asia, and one of the countries has over 240 boats sitting there waiting to come. So Would it be... So just 72 here. <sighs> We've also got... So there's going to be a whip, whiplash effect, right? A I know, but... Effect. but the other, the other, got all those. The other question I have is maybe it's a logistic thing. Maybe it's the same dock workers union. Maybe the cost of fuel. But if you're paying your ship workers' salary and they're sitting out there, 
Why not send some of these ships to New York, to the East Coast? So some of those. I docks. hear a lot. Some of them are um, down to Miami. Are Texas? Re- going. Here's a thought. Why don't all these smart people, like who are building rocket ships that look like giant dicks, why don't they get on to Mexico, who have plenty of coastline and a bad economy, buy up some coastline, maybe some old rundown ports, build a new port system. You don't have the unions. Bob's your uncle. Mexican government makes some tax revenue. You open up some new ports, and problem solved. Yeah, it's Mexico I, has I the same coastline, and it's just a few hours south. And you got to worry about all the I California regulations. The actual, I don't know if they have the actual, uh, you know, docks. I'm trying to find. Well, the I answer. know, but my point being is the the um, Elon Muskers and the Amazonians of the world could, especially when you don't have to wait for permits to be passed, you can get that shit laid up in two weeks. Right. You can pour some slabs. Put some rocks out in the ocean, put a couple fucking cranes down there in a month and a half, and problem solved. Port of Long Beach explains that the container shortage has also driven. So there's also been a container uh, shortage. Oh, 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 over here. Pick me, pick me. Pick me. The boats that are in the ocean, is the shit just stacked on top of them, or are they inside containers? They're inside. Connexes. So they're not just the connexes are stocked out, stacked up on the boats. But they're saying there's a container shortage. It's the connexes are short. But on. maybe if you got the fucking containers off the boat, we can get them unloaded. Yeah. Right, but there's a little more to that. It sounds like there's also and maybe some if issues. fucking hippies would stop buying connex boxes and building little houses out of them. But anyhow, they make it sound like this shit's just. Oh yeah, there's there there's a you blame it on Lunker's new range. There's a mountain of fucking stuffed animals on that one because we don't have boxes. No, they they have shipping containers, so you can't blame it on the shortage of shipping containers because they're all out there in the ocean waiting to come back. Yeah, so it sounds like it's going to be a rough Christmas for some kids out there this year. Mm-hmm. We actually went and bought our new Christmas tree early because they said that uh, there may be a. Doesn't that Christmas defeat the purpose of buying a fake tree if you got to buy a new one every year? I haven't bought one in 12 years. No, so that's about time for your lights to burn out. It was actually not even the lights as much of it was just kind of like hinky when you put it together. It's too, you know. Last year, we finally bought a fake one after all this time because the prices of the original ones are just getting too crazy. Mm -hmm. So we finally bought a fake. No, last year was the second year we had the fake one. Yeah. Anyhow, I digress. Anywho, so that's part of the problem. That's one of the reasons Costco is now limiting purchase of toilet paper and cleaning supplies, and it has even forced Nike to lower its sales expectation because, you know, toilet paper and tennis shoes are hanging out in the ocean. Hmm. Too bad. Too bad we don't have any manufacturing plants here. There's some bidets, although the bidets are probably floating out there too. No pun intended. You got that news story I sent you yesterday? Yes, I do. Let me go ahead and get into that. Well, let's let's make it fancy. Um, where is it? Oh, oh, fancy. I gotta actually pull it oh, up on my phone. Oh, oh. And now, breaking news. On the home uh, front, or not so breaking news. And now, breaking not news. So. <laughs> Florida man gets more than twenty-two years for trying to mail meth to his Fort Myers home. <laughs> wow. Talk about poor decision-making at its finest. <laughs> okay, it doesn't look like somebody we know. That's good. <laughs> what? 
Fort Myers, Florida. A Fort Myers man was sentenced to 22 years and six months in federal prison Monday nice. the country club after he was accused of having illegal drugs mailed to his home. <laughs> Bradley Carter. Wow, I've never seen Bradley spelled that way, but Bradley Carter, 32. How does he 32, spell it? B-R-A-D-L-I-E-Y? L-E-I-G-H. Like, like Bradley? Leah. Yeah. Yeah, that's straight redneck there. That is, that's like Leah. Yeah, like they wanted a girl named Leah, and they had to throw Brad in front of it. <laughs> anyway, 32 pled guilty of multiple charges in October after he allegedly tried to uh, have a, uh, about a pound of methamphetamine shipped to his Fort Myer. Dude, get a P.O. box. According Hello? to the United States Attorney's yes. Office for the Middle District of Florida, investigators said Carter, previously convicted felon, okay, <laughs> got a history, knowing... Lee attempted to ship the package via the United States Postal Service by priority sir. mail. Search uh, of the 32-year-old's home uncovered more illegal drugs, including methamphetamine, fentanyl, that's a good good mix, and cocaine. Several firearms and ammunition were also My found bottles. in Carter's home. Court documents show. Carter pled guilty to the charges, including, I don't think he had any other choice, <laughs> to attempted possession of intent to distribute 50 Milli or 50 grams of meth and possession of firearm in furtherance of a drug trafficking crime. The 32-year-old was also ordered to give up his guns. No shit, Sherlock. Fine, hey. ammunition. Good luck with as the related to the crime, according I mean to it. investigators. No, because you won't get What's it. Wrong? Wait, we got to state the obvious in these articles. Uh, the case is investigated by United States Postal Inspection Service. Finally, they're doing something with the assistance of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Fire Alarms, and Explosives, FDATF, and Drug credit. Enforcement Administration, and the Lee County Sheriff. So it was one, two, three, Everybody four, has to get their credit. Four? Four? Assistant um, State's Attorney Jesus M. Casas, Casas prosecuted this case. That is definitely a Florida man story. Mm-hmm. I got an idea. <laughs> Billy, why don't I buy that from you and you can ship it to my house? Yeah. They'll never know. Not that you would know this, but would like a UPS or a FedEx be, are they equipped with the same amount of technology that the United States Federal Postal Service is when it comes to the drug sniffing dogs that, and the equipment? Would, or or do they turn a blind eye? Well, they... I would think knowing people that work at UPS and RPS or FedEx Ground, at least in that instance, if somebody found it, they'd probably just take it home. Well, see, um, because it always seems like you hear these stories coming out of the United States Postal Service, not a FedEx facility or a, you know, UPS facility. Now, I've never seen a drug-sniffing dog go through any of those when I worked there, any yeah. of those, uh, those facilities, you know, even though you had the... The metal detector coming and going, you know, at least going at FedEx. So um, I had a client buy an HP laptop from Amazon. Yeah. And showed up because her Dell was acting hinky. I set it up and she's getting up in age and her eyesight ain't what it used to be. Ain't what it used to be. Ain't what it used to be. And she said, hey, the, the dimmer is not working on my laptop. Mm -hmm. I said, well, that's weird. I said, uh, and so I logged in and. She's in the control panel sliding at the dimmer, and you could see the little icon pops up showing the dimmer going up and down. And I said, well, that's weird. I said, uh, try hitting the um, keys on the keyboard. And when she hits the keys on the keyboard, you can see the dimmer going up and down, up and down. Long story short, I went over there, contacted HP. 
they have me download drivers. Interestingly enough, yeah, we need to upgrade to video drivers. Okay, well, let me go to your website. HP. No, no, no. Do it through the device manager. Go in, hit update drivers. I said, that's not instilling great confidence in me that you'd rather have me try to load generic Windows drivers instead of going to your website and downloading the drivers for your equipment, but I digress. It's not going to work. Did it. Didn't work. Couldn't find it. Actually loaded generic Microsoft drivers. Went to HP, downloaded the NVIDIA drivers. Didn't fix the problem. HP, credit due to them. Okay, well, here's what we're going to do. Um, I'm going to send you a box, and we're going to have you ship it in now. Why not? Because the customers had it for two days. We're going to send it to you, That's and you're going to have it for three weeks. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to return it to Amazon and get an exchange. Amazon's great with the returns. Now, obviously, Amazon doesn't sell laptops. Their vendors do. A lot of people don't realize Amazon's just kind of a fancy eBay with a better return policy. They have vendors who sell their shit through Amazon. So she submits a return, which I do all the time. And she's usually approved right away. The vendor replies back. You hold on to your hat. Sure. <clears throat> Dear Mrs. So-and-so, um, please try these fixes. Firmware update, driver update, contact HP, blah, blah, blah. Because we regret to inform you we are unable to do a return on this product and ship it because it contains a battery. But wait a second. Wasn't it shipped with a battery? Yes, because laptops don't have replaceable batteries anymore. They're built in. In order to replace a battery, you got to take the whole fucking thing apart. I've done four of them this week. So under that logic, you can never return a cell phone. So under that logic, you should never ship it to me to begin with because you shipped the product with a battery. So long, I got some answers here. On well, long this, uh, story short, after a week and a half, they finally agreed to return it after she started giving bad reviews and whatnot. So I have the HP in my garage. Yeah, that's it. My garage, not in my truck, which means I got to get it out, keep my truck from breaking into, but in my garage so that I can do a factory reset. Cool feature. If you guys didn't know this, on Windows 10, if you so happen to buy an HP computer that goes bad in two days and someone wants to take it back, hold the shift key. Hit power restart, and it'll say, please wait, and it'll give you some options. If you go to troubleshooting, go to reset, it'll give you two options. Reset, keep your data in your apps, or reset so I can recycle this motherfucker. It will take several yeah, hours. Just they, like your phone. They do a security wipe so that when you send the fucking thing back, your shit's not still in the hard drive. Not not just a quick format, the, the multi-hour security wipe. So I got to do that tomorrow so we can send this fucking thing back, which is why I tell all my clients to keep your boxes for up to 14 days in case your brand new computer goes bad, which is why At Computers has been providing IT solutions for all of Southwest Florida since 2004. So if you have a brand new HP laptop with the dimmer switch don't work and you need help facilitating that fun, give them a call at 239-283-1120. As said, uh, we've done three or four of them this week. If you need the non-replaceable battery replaced on your laptop, give them a call. They can help you out with that. Um, laptop repair, computer repair, cell phones, anything technical related, give them a call at 239 or head over to act-capecoral.com. And even if you don't live in Southwest Florida and live in Ohio per se, as long as your internet works, obviously you would think I wouldn't have to state that, but as long as your internet works, they can help you via their website with your permission, of course. Give them a call at 239 They can help you configuration issues, viruses, weird anomalies, etc., etc. That's at computers, 239 Shout out to the OG5 stepping up. 
Uh, we've gotten a couple new Patreon members over the last month, and you too can help support the channel. Head over to d-410.com or the what's it what's in your head.com and click on that patreon link you can sign up dollar a month 350 a month or 750 a month if you do sign up for the 750 a month i will send you a free t-shirt after your second month which is actually a deal because that's still less that you've contributed than the cost of t-shirt but that's neither here nor there that's the option i'm willing to give to you and please head over to youtube.com look for digital 410 i am literally nine people away i need nine more subscribers to get to that 500 mark what happens at 500 nothing we're just halfway to a thousand and a thousand is the end goal but you got to get to 500 before you can get to a thousand silly so please do all that and that's going to cover all the plugs oh um head over to d 410 check out the what's in your head um you're already checking out the what's in your head podcast but check out the um what's the scuttlebutt podcast with uh, co-host jeff copsetta and henry sledge um that show we've actually been going gangbusters on and uh fail to fail still doing well i still haven't booked anybody on there in a while but people are still downloading it but if you're into fishing check out the new podcast to the network that i have nothing to do with the exception episode three where i'm simply a guest i'm not the host i'm not a producer i'm not on any episode except for episode three it is the tackle your personal best podcast um it's ran by mike and ron who are um run personal baits personal best baits or pb baits if you will um, if you're new to fishing, old to fishing, um, check them out. They share a lot of interesting information, and you learn quite a bit. Everything from baits, weather, weather conditions, lines. People don't know the difference between a medium-heavy rod, a medium-light rod, a heavy-heavy rod, difference between fluorocarbon, monocarbon, braid, etc. So go check them out over at pb.d-410.com or just go to d-410.com and click on the icon and go give them some love. It's a great show. They're, I think, going to do episode four and uh, welcome them to them to the network. Anything you want to get out there, Gordon? Yeah, yeah I'm going to follow up on the whole um, <clears throat> shipping issues. This is uh, the New York Post, um, September the 30th. Shipping workers warn of a collapse due to pandemic trade restrictions. So this will answer some of our questions. Uh, several unions representing the workers from around the world. There's four of them. I'm not going to name them off. Uh, warn of a global transport system. Due to labor shortages and pandemic-related restrictions on trade, already unprecedented delays are set. And what they're talking about in this open letter is um, some people are stuck out to sea because they can't move around for over 18 months. So mm. by the time they get back, they're done. Uh, some of the do boats and dock workers can't move freely between ports and it's kind of and with the vac proving vaccinations, et cetera, et cetera, how it's a patchwork of laws. It's beginning to become a bigger and bigger problem. So it's not just one or two. Yeah, if that a, rat bastard Trump would only been a little bit more I'm successful in getting some manufacturing back over here. But, yeah. you know, it's neither here but hey, there. if Intel could get that plant in Phoenix done, we'll be heading in the right direction. Yeah, it's a start. It is a start, but that is all. That's going to wrap it up. Go ahead. The news. That's going to wrap. Oh, hold on. We got an outro for that. This concludes the evening news. And now back to the ACT Computer Studio in Cape Coral, Florida. That is going to wrap it up for this episode of the... I'm sorry. I'm just watching all the likes popping up on the Facebook live stream. That's going to... Burp. Beer burp. That was me. That's going to wrap it up <laughs> for this me. episode of the What's Your Head podcast. Thank you guys so much for hanging out for another episode. And as always, please like, subscribe, share us with your friends. And if you're listening on us on Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes, whatever the fuck they're calling it now, uh, give us a five-star review. Um, 
because, well, the more reviews we get, the more likely they are to suggest us to other people. People who downloaded this podcast also downloaded this one, that sort of thing. So thank you guys so much for your continued support. I hope the Tuesday live stream flip-flop didn't mess with you guys, but it'll fall into routine here sooner than later. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Thank you guys so much, and we will talk to you. See you next Tuesday, you 